I think the Bruins should start playing Gloria. Because uh, it's we see how fun that it is with the Blues. That would be an amazing move to we just fucking cuck them in like the Stanley yeah, Cup final. Yeah, and just be like, what? We're better. <laughs> Brunch. Hit it, boys. Brunch first. For the first time in our storied history, uh, one of us walked in on the other one. Yes, it, that did happen. It was very embarrassing. I walked in on you. You were like, hey, yeah, what's up? I'll, I'll just be out in a minute. I was uh, hoping that you'd give me like a, a, hey, I'm 10 minutes away. You always do that. Yeah. This is, I think this is the first time in, in like the two trick, years though. that you're like, hey, I'm on my way. Yeah. And then like 15 minutes later, you were there. Yeah, it's a it's a Actually, traffic you, thing. You Getting didn't through, say I was on my way. You just said uh, I just said apartment. where am I going? I said yeah. where am I going? Yeah. You told me, and then lickety split, I was there. Oh, I, I always have. Thanks this. a lot. Thanks for nothing. The one time that I could have used it. Yeah. So I walk in, and I mean it, it wasn't that weird. You uh, you had your headset on, mm-hmm. and uh, I could only see one of your hands. Yep. And I I poked my head out. Yes, you did the hey. I'll just be. I didn't understand why you were in a towel. That I didn't understand. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was. Uh, I was gaming. You were gaming. I was gaming. I walked in on peak gaming, and I said, "Hey, I uh, said you, you. Oh my God, you're gaming, aren't you?" And you said, "Yes," and but it's no big deal. And I said, "Okay, I'll sit down. I'll check some emails. Uh, I didn't. I listened to some music and uh, finish your game." I said, fi- "Oh yeah, fi- take finish your game. Finish your game." Uh, so I sat here. Uh, I didn't listen to music either. I turned everything off, listened very intently to whatever was going on as you were gaming, because I don't know what gaming looks or sounds like. And you finished your game. You were there was some like ah oh, oh man yeah, oh it was good a, one. It was a it was a disappointing finish. Well, hate hate when it's a disappointing finish. Yes, yes. Uh, you finished in regret. <laughs> so you 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 finished up, and then you said, "Okay, that was fun." later and then within one second you come out and you're like okay so are we podcasting or what (laughs) this makes me like gaming you can when you're done with the game it's just okay go away this is over bye-bye oh yeah that's like the best part of gaming it's like i've had enough of you people i'm I'm leaving i don't have anything like that in my life (laughs) seriously it's it's it, that's not like an Irish exit. What Irish friendship exit is- or romantic relationship or w- anything? What what relationship from one person to another do you finish doing what you're doing? And you say, bye, and you just disappear. Yep. And like you can't be reached. Yeah. That is, that's incredible to me. You can literally pull the plug on, on a relationship at any time you want. It's we, very cool. We do this podcast. We'll talk for between 40 minutes and an hour and a half. And then when we finish up, we talk for like three to six minutes. Because, and then because we, we have to. Yeah. It's, oh, because like, we're still there? Yeah. It's, ah. And it's like, well, it's not... I mean, I guess we could just be like, bye. Hmm. But it would be weird. Also, the three to six minutes, that's where we throw in the stuff that you don't get to hear on the podcast. That's a, not even Patreon. That could be like a Patreon $100. <laughs> a super tier. <laughs> $100 a month. We will record our honest conversations after. They're not that interesting. It's just generally plans and like, hey, what do you what do you do in this weekend? It's, hey, I'm thinking of doing this. It's just the this. stuff that we didn't hit on the podcast. Yeah, it's, it's not that interesting, right? It's just two guys talking. Yep. 
which is very, very different. $100 from the a month, fellas. $100 a month, you can get, uh, hey, I was thinking of doing this this weekend. <laughs> well, I have this. Oh, you told me that. That was this weekend? Yeah. I thought you did that last weekend. Huh. Did I, uh, you, did I leave anything here? <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, though. I think that you could get into gaming. Yeah, I don't need any more stimuli. In your life. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't need any more. Uh, it's like basically whatever I say when somebody suggests something to me. It's like I, I'm, I'm good. I don't need anything else in my life. Uh, one of my friends was saying that uh, she wasn't watching. I think you should leave because so many people were saying, "Hey, you should check out." I think you should leave. The whole series is great. Blah blah. That just sounds so daunting to hear. When you've got a million things going yeah. on, they were giving her the wrong sales pitch. I've given this is how I've given people that I think you should leave sales pitch. Hey, there's this funny thing that's an hour and a half to watch. I wouldn't even and say it's that. It's broken up into six 15 minute <laughs> yeah. episodes. That's it the is biggest super sell. Easy. That's the biggest sell is that it's 15 minutes. You can watch it like while you're folding laundry or something. It would be like you're when done. you're at a brewery and you're like, uh, tell me about this uh, whatever beer. And they're like, yo, let me give you a little pour. You drink it, and then they're like, all right, well, you're like almost done with that beer. That's like a... <laughs> yeah. Except the goal is to actually sell, finish sell that a, beer. an actual beer. I've got to do a, a beer shut up, by the way. I've really caught feelings. Uh, local folks, I've really caught feelings for Idle Hands. Uh, Saw you tweet about that. It's a. It's not the hugest place. Uh, it's in Malden. It's that, that. That's not the the. I guess the coolest place in the world no. or whatever. It's. It's not the worst place in the world either. Right. Yeah, it's better than fucking driving out to Western Massachusetts to go to a brewery. Oh, I'll tell you what. Guess how many times I've been to Treehouse? Zero. Zero point Same. zero repeating. <laughs> and and I just keep hearing about how great it is, and it's oh my god, you'll fall in love. And I'm sure I will. I I trust the people that recommend it. Yeah, I'm not driving to Western Mass. Yeah, Idle Hands. The space is great. The people are awesome. I got into it because the uh, former producer of the Adam Jones Show is uh one of the the heavy hitters there and he's always uh he's like a, v- a very beer considerate person that's like the kind of friend you want he's like hey i know what kind of beers you like right just a heads up we're coming out with this and you're gonna like it and then i'll go get it and i'm like man this is like having a a beer i don't know what's the word like a like concierge advisor? or something concierge that's yeah a good one yeah yeah um uh, so they're they're awesome but they make Seriously, right now, my favorite IPA, and I'm a big IPA drinker, you can tell, because I'm a bit fat. <laughs> Them thick thighs. Yeah, right. Uh, you know what I was thinking? I'm This is a little side note. I actually think I'm okay with my body, with the exception of my chest and my belly, which is funny, because I skip pretty much every other part of the uh, Make DJ Wide program, except for chest, and then I get injuries. Okay. Uh, are you upset that your chest is not big enough and your stomach is too big? No, I I just I honestly I'm gonna put out. Do my, you just want it? You I'm just put out my greatest flat. Fear. Yes, you just want a flat thing, right? And you, and you would like to take away from your stomach and give a little bit to your chest so that it's evened out. I've I've got a bit of a belly and I've got a bit of breasts, <laughs> and I've never been a breasts. I've never been a breasts guy. <laughs> this is the podcast where when the, um, a straight a man lot. says I'm not a big breasts guy, he's talking about. His, his own. own fears of his own body. Uh, I've not, yeah, I've never been a person where people are like, hey, Deej, watch out. Your breasts are getting big. <laughs> and every now and then I catch myself and I'm like, Eesh. 
That's hey, tough. Breasts much? That is tough. Yeah. But the, but the good thing a, about I'm boobs... I'm getting breasty. That's going to be part of uh, the uh, description of today's episode. One of the one of the hosts fears he's getting breasty. <laughs> They're going to have to listen to find out who would say that. DJ's bosom. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I th- but I think you can you can maybe get away with the breasts... But not in the summer. Summer's a tough time to get breasty because in the winter you can layer up. Yeah. And it just looks like you're a, a nice fluffy guy. Like, oh, I'm God. Getting, that's like, uh, is that like a, that's like a little breastier than <laughs> I don't person yeah. over here. Look at them. <laughs> DJ just literally dumped them out. Take a good look. Take a good look. Yeah, it's, uh, I think that your stomach is hey, more of the issue. eyes up here. <laughs> I'd say uh, I'd say the stomach is more of a detractor, right? Like maybe it's because meaning, meaning maybe it's like because, your eyes went straight there. Yeah, well, maybe it's because you, my stomach's bigger. Yeah, or because I'm sitting down. Maybe. Yeah. yeah I mean, could, I've got well, big... I also think that it's because you, when you did like the shirt lift, it yeah. caught the bottom of your stomach, and so there was like a ah, a little you know bounce, what I could like, use like a Baywatch on the beach situation, but it was your stomach. You know what? Oh, I did like a <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you know what I could use? Uh, TC Tuggers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the old TC Tuggers. That's, that's it. If you haven't seen, I think you should leave. That's a great sketch where he explains what it is, and they're like, "Okay," and then he explains it again a little louder. He's like, "It's just that my shirt was bunching up, so I would tug at it." Anyway, Idle Hands uh, makes a an IPA called Four Seam that I think is the best IPA you can get in okay. Boston. Is a good idea, and I stand by. I will stand by that statement. So if you haven't been to Idle Hands. Go there, get four seam. Uh, Splitter is a double IPA that's also really good. They're great. They had an outdoor thing uh, on Saturday, and yeah. I went straight from a a volunteer thing uh, that was really fun. Oh wow! Uh, Way to pat yourself on the back, pal. Yeah, thanks. Mm. I'm a bit of yeah. a uh, I'm a big a uh, bit of a give back to the community guy. Right. You know, um, I have every hide, injury huh? from that. <laughs> But yeah, I went from that to that to watching the Bruins game at a bar with Jeff, Ooh. and that I saw, was probably I the s- most ev- eventful day of my life. I saw I saw that uh, you were hanging with Jeff. I got a little FOMO. Well, let's talk about this. I wasn't going to bring this up. Uh, Jeff wanted someplace to watch the game on Saturday, and it was Ellen's. Uh, <laughs> it was Ellen's birthday. And you were like, man, it would be great if uh, we can all end up in the same place. Yeah. And we were like, yeah, that would be cool if it's this one place. Right. No, no, no. Oh, yeah, it was. You, I you said, saying, I'm well, going to I said, no Oh, I did what. say, because I, I had plans to go to this other bar uh, where I often go. I said, I will be at this bar. Uh, Jeff would love you to come. If you can't, no sweat. And Jeff was like, man, uh, I think I might go to that bar you're going to and i said i wanted to say this on the text thread ellen is the best and an absolute champ it would be a move on your part to bring your boys to her birthday thing (laughs) (laughs) no she was like i was like i can't let pete do that (laughs) she wouldn't care at all she absolutely wouldn't care yeah right because she's the coolest but that like i saw that unfolding and I could just see like Ellen having this great day for her, and I, I, legitimately, Ellen would not mind if I were there, if uh, Jeff were there. But that is that would have been a move and a half to be like, "Hey, babe, you know, it would really make your birthday celebration even better 
Dijon if Jack. I brought my squad, if I brought the fellows, she would have been cool with it. I'm, I'm telling you, does Ella? She absolutely would. Yeah. It's a, it's a testament to how awesome she is. Also, though, that would qualify as a move and a half right. on your part. Right. Um, and then that got me thinking. I was like, here's how we do know that Ellen is the greatest and will put up with me and put up with whatever. Uh, Father John Misty concert. Oh, my God. We were the both. We, a, she went to a Father John Misty concert. Yep. Uh, Without liking is, him, really. Right, and is a happy, nice person. Uh, so fish out of water there. And, had a gr- and she had a great time. It was awesome. B, we were dead guys. We were at a brewery all day. Yeah, and uh, that was also at the tail end of our Portland trip, like me and her Portland trip. Yeah. You just like came for the Sunday. You know, hey, uh, while we're in Portland, uh, there's this Father John Misty (laughs) concert DJs for sure going to go to. Feel like we can't miss that. That was uh, that was actually like part of the plan planning though. I was like, yeah, you're like, I want to go to the show and it's on the Sunday. We should just spend the weekend and then. You can come with me and Deej to the Father John Missy show. Well, I think that we we do have another Portland trip coming up, it looks like. Uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah. Birthday trip. That's a birthday trip. Birthday birthday trip sounds awesome. What what number is it for you? 28? Yeah. 28. How are you doing in the uh, pre-30 situation? Um, I would still like to make it on a 30 under 30 list at some point in my life. So I run out of time there. But other than that, everything else is tolerable. You know what? Let me see what I can do. Thank you. I'm going to pull some, I'm going to pull some strings. See, uh, what we can do, uh, for a 30 under 30 list. I'm going to write this down so I don't forget. And now it's going to make it so you totally expect some sort of 30 under 30 thing. Coming. But that's fine. As make long as I make it on 30 a 30 under 30. Under 30 list. Consider Pete. <laughs> uh, I just realized. Honorable that. mention. <laughs> oh, no. I'd rather not be on a 30 under 30 list if it's if I'm the honorable mention. Yeah. Uh, that's that's worse. Right. Because then you have to say, so they, they thought about me. And right. They but still they put just this decided that I wasn't over me. good enough. Yeah. Um, I just realized, too, that the weather's getting nice out. Um, we had to crack a window in my apartment. Nice. Uh, because it, I guess it smelled a little sweaty. Smelled a little sweaty. Okay. Friend to friend. Had to say. I don't think it was me. I showered this it, morning, and it, I haven't No, no, I, no. It's it's not. It was not a a person in here smells sweaty. That's, a, I think that's worse. My right, apartment that, just smells sweaty. Because then maybe for like days, people <laughs> have smelled sweaty. Uh, but I had to crack a window, and, and uh turns out... Now the, the whole street just gets to hear us podcast. That's a, so that's that's a, a live show. That's, way, that's a way to bypass the Patreon. That's true. Find out where I live and just if come and stand out, outside. Yeah. Um, the, uh, we've talked about this, though. The, the post-25 thing is a good feeling. Well, I, I worried up until 25, and then I stopped worrying. I've probably said this a million times on this podcast, but my thing is, if you're 24, you're already 25. And if... You're like 28, 29, you're already 40. So just <laughs> I'm don't... not ready to go there yet, but I will say uh, 27, like creeping up on 27 hurt more than creeping up on 28 because, really? because 27 is uh, like late 20s. 
That's officially oh, yeah. late twenties. Yeah. I'm already in the late twenties, so what the hell is twenty eight matter? Also, there's the uh, tax ramifications. Oh of, yeah, or well, the the health insurance. Right, and it hurts a little bit more when you get laid off like two days before your your twenty uh, sixth birthday. Oh yowzers! Yeah, it was uh, it was a rough situation for me. Yeah, not not great timing. My last place of work, uh, I had a deal that was um, they. It was, you're not going to be full-time, so we don't have to give you benefits, and you'll make this much. That's and then once you turn, was. And then once you turn whatever age, is it 26 or 27? For health insurance? Yeah. Um, like 26. Off. I think it was like, okay, once you turn 26, then we'll give you a raise, which is to say, we'll give you whatever makes up for health insurance. So you'll still take home the same amount of money and you'll have health insurance. Like a health insurance stipend. Right. Or no, I mean, they were going to make me full time and then right, give me just, health insurance, but I would uh, still take home what okay. I was making before. Okay. So, uh, and then I turned that age and they just didn't do that. <laughs> and I was like, oh, well, cool. That stinks. Well, um, I just... I just, just yesterday... Yeah, last employer, not current employer. Current employer, pretty nice. Yeah. Uh, I just yesterday became full-time for the first time in in three or four years. Wow. Yeah. How does it feel? Feels okay. uh, My my benefits haven't kicked in yet, so I'll let you know in like a couple months or like a month. Well, uh, I just want to say to you, you don't count because you're old. Um but if you were young, I just wanted to say to you, you're a pro, and you really work hard, and you don't deserve anything bad to ever, ever happen to you, okay? And if anyone is ever mean to you, if anybody, if you get cocky and act like you're Brian Boucher when you're not Brian Boucher, mm-hmm. if you act like you have some sort of cachet that you don't have, mm-hmm. and then it blows up in your face, I just want to say to you, you're a pro, and you don't deserve it. And I, if you just give me three and a half hours now, I would like to talk about it and make it the... I would like to stop all coverage of everything else and talk about how bad some people, some professional athletes... I say that in quotes because some of them aren't very professional if you ask me. Perhaps perhaps a person making $6.1 million decides to... To, to act like a, a child. Yeah. And show you up. Also, idiot, it's 6.12. You could have made your point. You could have helped your uh, case a little better. Uh, this shit with uh, Brad Marchand and the, the Canadian media crying over him being rude to a young reporter. Holy smokes. Like, l- let me like peel back. And I did this on Twitter. I'll, also, by the way, I don't think Kyle's that young. I think really? Ky- I think Kyle's like probably like my age or a little older than me. <laughs> really yeah he's, oh. he's not like a 22 year old then frick off yeah i mean and he's been doing that for a while he's been a reporter for a while he knows the deal i like kyle a yeah. lot he played with fire kyle yeah. got burned a little bit yeah that's fine i i went up to so i have a million of these stories and this is going to make you think like man dj sucked when he was a young reporter <laughs> but i had a million of these stories when i was young uh didn't Knew that the people I was covering were nice guys, so every now and then you get a little too comfortable. And right. if if they don't know you like that, they're going to be like, "Hey, man, I don't know you like that." They could say it like that. They could be way more rude about it. But and- but here, I mean, and not to defend you because I, I don't have any interest in defending you. Yeah. But at least you were around those people every day. Yeah, 
Like, even if you get, if you're a beat reporter and you get a little too comfortable with with the players that you cover every day, that's that's fine. Like, that's more understandable. Kyle is not around Brad Marchand every day. Yeah, I think that he had the thing of. This is going to be televised, so there's no way the person's going to be rude to me. Right. Let me tell you something. They don't care. I have never felt that in my life. My line of thinking going into something like that is, this is going to be televised. Better not fuck so this up. So if I fuck this <laughs> yeah. up, it's going viral. Yeah, and uh, and also just to do it like before a playoff game, before like right, any, like that's not and it's I, not the all star game where you can like joke around with a guy and he'll be all loosey goosey. He's gearing up for a playoff. Game. Right. I don't know Kyle. Um, if I've met him, then I've forgotten him because he's pretty generic. <laughs> I mean, he's a he's, he's a, got great hair. Right. But he's he's like a handsome young kid. You yeah. know how many of those I see every day? Me. Yeah. All right. The time. I see I see one constantly. Um, <laughs> I bet that if he thought that through, you know I bet how many that, hot young boys I see I, every day. I bet that if he hit pause and thought, they are like I, I'm caught up in the heat of the moment here, and I'm very excited. It's an exciting moment, but this guy is getting ready for a playoff game. He's getting it from everywhere. Where the league's complaining about him, the media is complaining about him. He makes a joke. Not to mention the fact that the joke that he made, yeah. was old at that point. It was like it two, was days, two old. days later. Yeah. I'm sure Marshand might have been willing to joke about it right after the fact when it was hot. Yeah. But it's two days later. Like, it's let it go. It's two days later. And in that time, the league had said, hey, cut the shit. Right. Like, you're going to get in trouble for this eventually. I bet that if he hit pause and thought that through, he wouldn't have done it. Mm Mm-hmm. So. And, I I mean, Marshand was, uh, like, a dick. But. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. He's within his right to be a dick if somebody plays with fire. Yeah. And, I mean. Ultimately, I, you, you, you just said it. He, he was a dick. You don't have to act like that. I'm going to defend Brad Marchand because I know that he's a good guy and that whenever he does something that annoys people, it makes me happy. Yeah. It, I, and not, like, at the end of the day, I'm, I'm not even trying to defend Marchand. It's just I'm basically saying that there's no bad guy here because I don't think that Kyle was out of line by, by trying to make a joke and be entertaining. Uh, I think that's fine. But There's if, a, you're, if you're trying to do that, you have to be willing to deal with the consequences sometimes if if a player doesn't respond well to it. And I think that Marshan was in within his right to not respond well to it. Also, I think that I don't necessarily think it was specific to that Kyle kid because he was uh, he was rude to the media after the game too. Right in, in the room, I think that also was uh, the Beltway sniper theory where he just spread it That's out for what, yes, everybody. Yes, you said that on our group text, <laughs> yeah. and I was like, hell yes, it's catching on. He <laughs> spread it out for everybody to throw people off the scent uh it could be a lot of things though i mean he because he got uh he got shit for the stepping on the stick thing yep. uh tom giles brought brought up the other day it, it's probably just col- it's probably just leftover stuff from everybody freaking out over the punch in the head so he's probably like you know what i'm done with the media right now which again dickish don't need to do that but realistically we're all gonna live yeah, it's okay. and, and, and like hockey night in Canada or what, whatever uh, Canadian telecasts that are spending a lot of time on it, oh, yeah. as we spend a lot of time on <laughs> yes. it, uh, that are spending a lot of time on it. And people, I watch that kid, man. I'll tell you, this isn't. This is going to sound rude. I don't like to hate on people and say I think this person stinks. 
Steve Dangle, Dangle, man. I knew it. He's just absolutely never done anything for me. Those <laughs> like videos, Steve. those videos, I would have to pop a Dramamine <laughs> watching like five seconds of it. He jumps around so much. Hey, I'm talking about the Leafs, blah, 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 and the Leafs, and he doesn't finish his sentence, and it cuts to another part of another sentence. Can't do it, man. I, uh, Steve, I love you. I think you stink. <laughs> I like Steve a lot. Steve's a really nice guy. Uh, I've been a fan of Steve for a while, but uh, his latest take on the Bruins ruining hockey for him was a real, like, full-on, full-diaper It was take. tough to watch. Yeah. It was, uh, it was a tough scene. And uh, Yes. <laughs> I'm telling you, I like Steve. This is going to end up, whatever comes of this, I'm going to end up being friends with Steve. I know we he's, can just skip to that part. He's very great. He's a very nice person. I mean, he's a kid from but Toronto. He he's pants. probably the salt of the earth. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Man, I just I don't like those videos. <laughs> I I have to I think Steve has like full on YouTube brain where ah. he just like is is like overreacts to everything. That's a good that's a very good term. YouTube I have brain. to give uh, credit to Jim Lyons. He was he was one who put that in my head. Oh, Jim absolutely would come up with it. <laughs> <Yeah. that. laughs> Every now and then I'll tweet something, Jim will respond uh with something that falls within that conversation and i'm like what's your game here i'll be like this song rules and he'll be like dude it's the best thing they've had in like however many years and i'm like that's what i think (laughs) what do you what do you how am i how how do i end up how How do i benefit from how do you end up dunking on me you're gonna dunk on me aren't you there's no one i'm more scared of on twitter than steve lyons lyons what did i say steve Steve lyons steve psycho lyons (laughs) Steve Psycho Lions just dunking on me on Twitter. We've got a little more hockey talk coming up, but uh, first, we're a, we're a very physical fit podcast. We sure are. We uh, we're we're fit boys. Yes, fit boys. Yeah. Um, and care of is a great way to help you stay fit. It's a subscription service that makes it easy to get vitamins, protein powers, powders, and more. Uh, personalized just for you, delivered straight to your door. Guess what, it's, what it is? It's a subscription service. Ooh. We, we love our subscription Hell services. Hell yeah. So spring into a healthy routine. With the winter blues coming to an end, it's finally time to get back into a r- routine that empowers you to feel your healthiest. Give yourself some support this season with a boost, whether you're looking for energy, better sleep, or to be able to maintain stress or, or you know just keep your healthiest. Care of has an online quiz that lets you know exactly what you need. It's a fun online quiz that asks you about your diet, your health goals, your lifestyle choices, and it only takes five minutes to find out your personally, scientifically backed recommendation for vitamins, protein powders, and more. Uh, and it's easy and convenient. It gets shipped right to your door, and it's hard to know what vitamins or supplements you should be taking, but Care Of makes it easy to find out what you specifically need to stay your healthiest. So experience the Care Of difference. They offer you individual packets that can be used on the go, tubs that, that give you all the protein you need, and they personalize them to your fitness goals and dietary preferences. So... You're giving the listeners the so here. Uh, We personally back these products because we've tried them out. We like them. They're very easy to use. They're very convenient. We love our subscription services. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) That can go in there. Uh, 
will personally back this product because we get to use them. They send them, send us our uh, our own samples and and their individual packets. Very nice to use. Oh, shoot, I haven't used them. Oh well, then. Well, this is this happens with every product that we ever endorse. That's they send true. Them, so they send them to me, and I just take them all. Yeah. Well, how do you, it's. It's so hard to keep track of people. People coming and going. How when when, when do we ever see each other? Right. Uh, so they're very easy, very convenient. They send you these individual packets with protein you powders. Them. They, they, exa- send, they, send, they send me. Send yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, so if you want to get on on the fun, thirty percent off your first care of order. Go to takecareof.com and enter promo code brunch thirty. That's thirty percent off. For care of your first care of order, go to takecareof.com, enter code BRUNCH30. You mentioned uh, the Winter Blues. Yeah. I've got to say, this is a very, very unique time and year for me. Usually, this is the time of year where I start to get sad. Reverse seasonal depression. Right, yeah. Reverse seasonal depression, TM, we talked about it first. Uh, KFC Radio yeah, independently came to it later. Uh, that just shows that By we the have way, great minds. This has happened multiple times, and I, I'm sure it's it's a case of, of KFC Radio just like recording all the time and just always hustling out content. Mm-hmm. But this has happened multiple times that, that we get to something first, and uh, and then they they it's it, so KFC Radio. We are to KFC Radio what uh, or what what I, we used to be to pardon my take. yeah exactly yeah yeah right because now pardon my take is so good that it's coming up with things that we could never come up with. And uh, KFC Radio is now. I, I, I never, obviously, I'm no one's fucking taking. Nobody anything. pays attention to right. us. <laughs> I can promise you that they don't. If if they do listen to our podcast, God bless. I listen to one podcast other than this one, and it's a New Zealand basketball podcast. <laughs> so I'm always so I would be very surprised if anybody ever listened to podcasts. But uh, legitimately, uh, this is usually when I start to get bummed out, and the summers. Historically, last few years have been really, really rough for me. But here's the twist. I said a couple months ago I got off uh, the uh, the antidepressants I was taking mm-hmm. and switched to something else. And it was legitimately like the worst. My doctor could not have lied to me more when he was like, so it, might be, it might be bumpy for a little bit, but uh, you probably won't you probably won't notice it. And I legitimately had like two, uh, like two plus months of like the worst time of my life was just like crazy, crazy, like in a friggin' hole. Wasn't talking to anybody at work. I was like constantly freaking out, thinking that I was gonna do something dumb, thinking that I was gonna like mess up. I started to get this performance anxiety I've never had before. Really, like at no time during any given day was I feeling at least even a little bit like myself. And now that's started to level out. And like a couple of weeks ago, I was like, you know what? I don't feel terrible. Last week, I was like, I'm kind of feeling like myself. This week, I feel pretty normal. So normally, this is where I feel terrible. But at the peak end of where I usually feel good, I made myself feel very, very bad. I found a way to combat reverse seasonal depression you just got to make uh the part right before you get sad a million times worse than you would ever be when you're (laughs) sad so uh just a little pro tip uh you might never talk to anybody again and it might be awful but uh you come out of it 
feeling a little better. And then when you're normally sad, you're like, hey, at least I'm not at, you're nor- you're normal fun, sad. at least I'm not as sad as I used to be. There you go. So that, that is that's that's my uh that's my success story. Yes, your success story is just making things worse. So they relatively seem better. Yes. Right. I, I that's a little that's depression. Not bad. Yeah. I mean, should we tease on that? I, I don't know why I'm very invested in what we'll call the episode and what we'll write in the description. Should we tease? Uh, DJ has a depression hack. Well, yeah, and they I hear mean, that and everybody, like, everybody not doing seems that. to think that they're a they're a mental health advocate these days. So, I mean, your advice is just as good as anybody else's. I can't tell if I'm a mental health advocate. Um, I'm a mental health advocate in that in the finale of Insecure, when the guy came back to Issa. And was like, hey, I'm sorry I ghosted you. I get in these little ruts where I stop talking to everybody and I disappear. And I'm like, yo, that's what I do. And everyone was like, fuck See that me, guy. So, that guy <laughs> sucks. I'm like, yo, hey, this is like, this is an instance of mental health. And it's, seriously, I, I did this at, at work and everyone disagreed with me. But um, The Danny Amendola thing? The Danny Amendola thing. I felt very strongly that even if he was acting like an asshole, which he definitely was yeah and who knows if alcohol it, involved what was involved but that was a person who was not right it's and it's like the it's maybe not like to the extent that a lot of other like celebrity meltdowns yeah. happen where it, but it's always like when kanye west has his meltdowns and stuff and like when britney spears had her meltdown back in the day it always feels a little bit dirty to like to pile on yeah but that, i think that's that's also part of the that's part of the deal have you seen the uh, Have you seen the Craig Ferguson thing about Britney Spears? Yeah, yeah. That is one it's of my favorite things. Bang I'll, on! I'll watch it maybe once a year, and it'll make me come it's, as it's, close to crying as my stupid. It's a good like recalibration thing for for like celebrity gossip. And it, it, every person who covers celebrity gossip should have to watch that like once a year. Yeah, and like even beyond that, it it feeds part of why I I legitimately don't like saying this person sucks at their job or this per like just being mean where you don't necessarily have to be. I almost did it the other day uh, when the, the video of Steve Dangle came out crying about the Bruins. I started to write it. And then I thought about that Craig Ferguson thing. Not that Craig, not that Steve Dangle is Britney Spears going through right. anything. Although Steve in that video looks like he's kind of going through something. Uh, I was, he is going through something is he's, his life is the Maple Leafs. That is about that's as severe uh, always, a detriment as you can have. Right. This team is ruining his life. Go yes. buy the book. Um, I, see, I like Steve. Uh, I, I have his gr- book. Do you, do you? Yeah. Nice. Does it? Uh, are, do you, I have an it, extra copy actually. Mid if you want sentence. <laughs> mid sentence. Does it jump it's, to, it's to a caps. different sentence? No, it's all caps. Yeah, and it's really fast. There's <laughs> yes. no spaces. Um, I, I was going. I was going to quote book. tweet it with like, man, if there were a list, like, uh, like if, if I were to make a list of people I've got no use for, it would be like Steve <laughs> oh, Dangle no. would be high up there. But that was mean, so I didn't do mean. that. So you just saved it for the podcast. Nice. Should we have Steve on, and I can just I would love to say have to Steve him, on, like, and we could be, become friends and say it's it's insulting though to say to somebody I don't like your work. It hurts. It is. Yeah, it definitely it definitely hurts. But I also think that like I, I know that there are certain people who could say to me that they have no use for my work, and I, and that's fine. I get it. Like, yeah, my work is not for everybody. And I'm sure that Steve would recognize that his work is not for everybody either. And it probably doesn't pain him that much knowing that he's got like 100,000 YouTube subscribers. He can live without you. Yeah. I mean, it it depends on who says it. But but you don't want to like cut deep if you don't have to. Yeah. If you don't have something personally against somebody, I guess. 
Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's my thing with Steve. I've seen maybe half of one of his videos in my <laughs> life, and like I said, I had to pop a dramamine. And you're and you're definitely not like a you're not like a YouTube brain. And you 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 don't like YouTubers. That's true. You don't right, like true. Twitch I don't watch people. YouTubers. You don't yeah. like video gamers. You don't like these people who like just live basically as internet personalities. So that's I'm disappointed in myself that I didn't uh, say that up front earlier. Steve's stuff is just very very much not for me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's I'm trying to think of uh, like I don't like OAR. You know, okay. and people loved OAR, and I would never school? I would never say. OAR sucks. I would say that this really isn't for me. So, Steve, I like you. Uh, that thing I said earlier about you stinking, it's not necessarily not true because you could stink and everyone could still like you, in which case... True, it does happen. Right. In which but case, I like Steve. So congrats. If you trust me, you should, under, you should, you should get that, that there's something there that you just, maybe you're just not seeing. It's right. Maybe not getting. And, it's, if it, and if it's not for me, maybe that's on me. Maybe, uh, maybe me not having YouTube brain is a, a fault. I'm glad I don't, though. I would get nothing done if I were watching YouTubers all day. I'm a television guy. Watch television. <laughs> get, get a cable subscription, everybody. You're like, you're like the... Uh, this is like the... Uh, um, I like the books. Yeah. But except it's, it's I You know TV. what? I was, <laughs> I was thinking of doing that uh, every Sunday night. I, I really meant to do this, but now I can't because the series is ending. Every Sunday night... Uh, what time is Game of Thrones on? Uh... T- Nine o'clock. Nine, nine o'clock. o'clock. On so every Sunday night at nine, I was thinking of uh, reading Game of Thrones book from nine to ten and live tweeting as I was reading it. Be a, be a decent move, I yeah. guess. And then I'd be. No? I think it's kind of a good move. No? <laughs> Nothing? I don't know. I Steve Dangle over here? I mean, it is, it is a book. You know that, right? Yes. But I, I think that it would be a funnier joke if, if you just like you tweeted during something that didn't have a book and you were like, I'm reading the book and the book's better. Yes, I prefer the book. Yeah. Uh, 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 you want to you do a, an ad read? Oh, do I? Oh, b- before I do the ad read, this is like a five second take. Uh, I meant to say this on the last episode. I listened to Taryn Egerton's version of Rocket Man uh, before the last episode and I forgot to say it. It stinks. That's fine. The movie's still going to be really good. It's a really bad... He sounds very, very bad. The The recording itself, the the arrangement is cool. He sounds really bad. It seems like it was mailed in. And I put that out there the other day, and everyone's like, oh, Elton John said it was good. I'm like, yeah, it's because he's making money off of it, you <laughs> yeah. absolute dopes. And, uh, I don't really care about the music in that movie, to be honest with you, because you know what? It's going to no, be... No, it's going it's, to be a worse version of like the best thing, obviously. No one's right. going to expect nobody, it to be as good as Elton yeah, John. Yeah, nobody's like, oh, man, Taron Edgerton is not as good as Elton John. No shit, because he's, he's an actor, and he's not fucking Elton John. But I, I'm, I'm willing to give him the benefit of the doubt, because that movie looks creative and fun yeah you know what else is creative your hair when it goes away and that's a problem for 66 percent of men because they lose their hair by age 35 by the time they start to notice the hair loss it's too late it's easier to keep the hair you have than to replace the hair you've lost so if that hairline's slowly starting to move backwards and you're seeing bald spots you got to wonder how's it going to look a year from now if it's business as usual up there gross that's what some would say not me i ask you do you uh, want a bald spot to pop up or do you want to do something about it why do guys turn to weird solutions or do nothing when they can turn to science and medicine the solution is forhims.com, a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, sexual wellness for men. Audience, hope you 
if you're feeling a little lethargic right now, I'm about to motivate you. Thanks to science, baldness can be optional. Hims connects you with real doctors and medical grade solutions to treat hair loss. It's so easy. There's no waiting room. There's no awkward in-person doctor visits. You save hours by going to forhims.com. There's no snake oil pills or gas station counter supplements. It's prescription solutions backed by science. These are well-known generic equivalents to name brand prescriptions to help you keep your hair. And the products are shipped directly to your door. Order now. Our listeners get a trial month of four hymns or of hymns for just five dollars today. Right now, all supplies last. See the website for full details and safety information. This will cost hundreds if you went to the doctor or a pharmacy, or it will cost thousands if you got like a bunch of orders uh, <laughs> at the doctor or pharmacy. Go to fourhims.com slash brunch. That's f o r h i m s dot com slash brunch. Fourhims.com slash brunch. Now that that's over and. Uh the four hymns people can officially stop listening because yeah. stop listening is 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 hymns problematic it's Why? not very inclusive right they're, they're no women lose their hair yeah women lose their hair mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah just saying i don't know just something to consider yeah i like steve um <laughs> we also we've talked about the winter blues we've talked about uh the nhl let's combine them a little bit and talk about the blues for a second uh okay. the secret weapon of the NHL postseason is cute little things like Gloria, right? Yeah. yeah are you are you pro I like Gloria. anti-Gloria? Yeah, I love it. Why not? I also like the. Uh, I made a joke about it yesterday, but I also like the. Uh, they do country roads. Oh really? Yeah, in the John third Denver? period. Yeah. Right. Is that the uh, take me home? Yeah. West Virginia. West Virginia. St. Yeah. Louis. Yeah, they do that, and like they get really into it, and that's that's what I tweeted. I was like, "Oh, beautiful St. Louis, West Virginia." Right. Uh, it doesn't make any sense, but uh, it's way better than living on a prayer. I was just about to say, I think the Bruins should start playing Gloria because uh, it's <laughs> we see how fun that it is with the Blues. That would be an amazing move. We to just s- fucking cuck them in like the Stanley yeah, Cup final. Yeah, and just be like, "What? We're better." <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so yeah, fucking. That's good. like my. That's my the number one hockey take I have written down for today. I'm probably going to use it uh, later that'd on. Be, on uh, that'd be too. amazing. And uh, I, did you tweet it that that like there's an original Gloria recording, it, the 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 Italian one or something? Oh really? Yeah. And I guess that that like somebody tweeted that they should use that. Not Laura one. Branigan. Uh, I don't know. No, nah, is she, that a joke? She's the '80s one. Okay. No, yeah. There, I guess there's like an original Italian recording, uh, and somebody tweeted like the the Blues should use that one because it just go all the way in on it. Well, there's so a, I mean, the there's, Bruins should use that one. There's a million songs that yell Gloria, like old songs, like old Italian songs. If the, if you hear in a song "In Excel She Steos," "In Excel She Steo," uh which is in a million songs, also a good chance you're going to get some yells of Gloria during there. <laughs> People love yelling Gloria during songs. You know who does that during a song? Who? Is Billy Joel. At the end of uh, River of Dreams, uh, when it's just looping the, in the middle of the, I yeah. go walking in the, in the mud, he does a, Gloria! <laughs> and he does it in like the Billy Joel kind of bubbly voice. It's great. All right. Uh, are you... No, but the, the Bruins should do it because stealing it from the Blues as the Blues are doing it makes it way better. more, A, power move. Yeah. Power moves only. B, uh, still way more original than doing Living on a Prayer. Yeah, for sure. You could legitimately take what another team is doing right now, the thing for which another team is popular, and that is more creative and original than playing stupid... Freaking living on we a prayer. Should, I mean, we should just straight up address that the Bruins in-game ops suck. 
Yeah. Uh, they, they don't do anything well. I don't know. Here's the you thing. Near, I, you here's know what happens, right? Here's what happens <laughs> when people, people bring up stuff about the Bruins and they're like, hey, aren't the Bruins the worst at this? I haven't been around them for a while. You but know I people on the team and, and I'm sure that they're very nice people, but you know what? Yeah. There's nothing the Bruins do at a Bruins game that I'm like, oh man, it's what a staple of Bruins. You know what? Games. No, let me tell you a little inside baseball here. Uh, I ran into someone from the Bruins year, year and a half ago. Great person, always super helpful. Don't really see them anymore, but I, I consider them a friend. And uh, they were talking about the the people who work for the Bruins are kind of clicky. They have their little group, and mm-hmm. they're all friends, and it's like this this club. And uh, I was saying, like, oh, you know, I miss this person. I miss that person. I miss that person. And she was like, yeah, it's it's so funny that so-and-so always complains about you and how, like, you uh, like you just won't shut up about Heim and, like, you're <laughs> so annoying, blah, blah. And it just it, – it was maybe Devastated. the most hurt I've been in my yeah. life. Yeah. It was a nice guy. Like, I was like, man, I thought that guy was my guy. All right. I mean, I, I get it. I, uh, you don't want to say anything bad uh, yeah. about some people that you know, but you know what? But you know what? If they're saying bad to. things about me. <laughs> right. I like you, Steve, but you know right. what? Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, geez, Steve. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I feel like we can actually just do that ourselves. We can just take Bruin stuff and set it to Gloria. <laughs> and that's what we that's what the takeaway from this episode will be. Sorry, Steve, I like you. You got bumped. Yes. Uh, the, the number one takeaway is no longer Steve. It's yes. that we have decided that Gloria is now that's right, the Boston Bruins new song. So yes. uh, when you clip like a Bruins goal or something, yeah, just you gotta set it, yeah. set it to Gloria. Okay. But I, we'll do it. You know what? They, they do the uh they you, do the You seem very intent that the Bruins were going to play the Sharks in the Stanley Cup final. Who knows what happens by the time this episode is out? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, if if the if the Avalanche advance, it's for sure going to be Bruins Blues. Yes, yeah. yeah. Uh, in which case, that'll be great. But I, I, even if the Blues get knocked out, I think that's cool. We're fine. Then now no one's it's using ours Gloria. Now. You're it's, dead, it's up bitch. for grabs. What are you going to say? You're dead. Right. Like, hey, now now that you and Gloria broke up, you mind if I give <laughs> <Right>. her a call? <laughs> Uh, we should do videos with that to, uh, you know how they do the Titanic theme? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, at the, uh, the, uh, yeah, it's a key change at the key change of, uh, of my heart will go on. Mm-hmm. We just do that. Except it's Gloria. Hell yeah. Yeah. Know that. And then, you know what? We'll do the, you know, we should the, do. We'll do the Titanic song. The, you know, we should do shot goes in straight into Gloria. Gloria. <laughs> my heart will go on straight into Gloria. Yes. I'll work on that remix as soon as I get home. Okay. You know what we should also do is we should set the Friday Father John Misty video to Gloria yes. rather than Tiny Dance. I was thinking of that. Man, you know what? I hurts wish this... my band had a Gloria. You know what hurts this podcast so badly that I can't do a Josh Tillman impression? That does if really, we... really hurt because I asked Because then whatever you, like... relevant song we were doing, we could then do Father John Misty's cover. cover yeah. I, I asked you, you ask I personally for? asked you to do a cover of um of the Taylor Swift song. An impression of Father John oh, Misty me? covering me. Yeah. Yeah. There is a there's like fifteen seconds of him out there uh doing mean. And Ooh. that's cool. Maybe we could just like crop it enough that it's not me. Mean, it's me. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Clever editing. We uh man, we, I we really need Father John Misty back on Twitter. 
lot of questions, a lot of requests, a lot of things needed him to do. Speaking of Twitter, I, I got to give a shout out to the listeners because the listeners, uh, they took our advice, man. They are being real needy about oh, these good. episodes. Good. Yeah. Good. But, they're, but, but they're getting over needy now. They're, they're asking on like Fridays. They're like, hey, how about next <laughs> week's podcast? Release <laughs> really? it early. Yeah. That's awesome. So I, I've said this. Uh, uh, I need to stop. I know this. we've had this podcast for a million years. So everything that we've said, we've said before. Yeah. But when I know I'm repeating myself, I always preface it with, I've said this before. You probably shouldn't do that. We've all <laughs> said everything before. Yeah. I need to get over it. Um, I take Twitter off my phone a lot uh, to reduce the amount of time I look at my phone. When I do that, though, and then I put it back on... I have to sign back into every account. Yeah, yeah. So a you lot of times I just don't put brunch back on my phone. So I miss it. And then when I catch up on it, it's a uh, it's a great thing to see. Do you see uh, I had a good brunch tweet this week? What's that? It was uh, the, the the Game of Thrones had like the Starbucks cup in one of the shots. Yeah. And I said uh, like this week's Nathan for you was great. And, I, or, and it was like uh, the crossover that Marvel's Infinity War. Oh, is I saw that. Yeah. Did you not get it? I didn't get it, and then some. What I didn't get even more is somebody said uh, somebody responded like, "This is definitely a DJ tweet." And I was like, "What? I don't know what any of those things are. So I don't know what a what." There were two pictures posted. I had no idea what either of those pictures and were. That was like a that was like a consensus thing. It was like, "Ah, DJ, get off Twitter." <laughs> Do you understand that? Well, yeah, I don't know what either of those a, things are. Because it was a Nathan for you joke. But like you always oh. joke about n- about not knowing what Nathan for you is. <laughs> okay. I thought it was funny. I also don't understand. Whenever someone says like, ooh, uh, whenever someone ties something that we do to you or me, I've given up on uh, trying to figure out what that means. Like somebody tweeted the other day. I was somebody the other day like, I... Uh, Listen to the first couple seasons of Brunch. I thought I was more of a Deej. Now I think I'm more of a Pete. I have no clue what that means. I was going to respond with, I feel terrible that you have seemingly always felt bad while listening to the podcast. <laughs> if you think that you're either one of us, God help you. I was going to say, like, I would never wish anybody to be a Pete unless right. the only other option is being a Deej. <laughs> oh, that would have been good. Yeah. I thought about good. it, but then I was like, hey, I don't need to be mean to Deej yeah. right now. Um, guess what? What? It's spring. A lot of these, I know. a lot of these copies are just love hammering the home that it's spring. It's spring, the time of year when seeds grow into flowers and you grow up financially. Uh, I've not growing up financially, but that, maybe that's because I need policy genius. Because policy genius puts your family needs in front of what I don't even know what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, I haven't grown up financially, but thankfully. Policy Genius makes it easy for me to do so if I want to because they give me financial security without growing pains. Policy Genius is the easy way to buy life insurance online. In just two minutes, you can compare quotes from top insurers to find the, your best price. Once you apply, the Policy Genius team will handle all the paperwork and the red tape. No commissions, no hidden fees, just financial protection and peace of mind, no strings attached. And Policy Genius doesn't just simplify life insurance, they may also make it easy to compare and buy home insurance, auto insurance, and disability insurance. So next time you stop to smell the roses, ooh, pull out your phone and head to policygenius.com. Policy Genius, spring is here. Kick it off by nipping life insurance in the bud. Wow, they are loving spring. Uh, yes, and I'm loving this new Vampire Weekend album. We're not going to talk about it a ton. Uh, P 
Pete hasn't sunk his teeth into it totally, and I've only given it a couple listens, but it's great. Uh, huge. I will say you made a fantastic sales pitch to me. Yes. So it was uh, it was recorded at Danielle's Danielle Heim's house. Uh, she lives with Ariel Rekshide, who produced uh, the Vampire Weekend's last album and produces all of Heim's stuff. And I don't know, maybe one day could produce a baby with Danielle. Uh, no just, pressure. That just came to me. Whenever you guys are ready. Yeah. Uh, yeah. When am I going to have some grandkids? <laughs> um, and uh, the album is basically just duets with Danielle Heim. That's amazing. They were just call- as me. they were making the album, they were like, yo, is Danielle home? Let's get her in here. And uh, a lot of it, it like the, it's if you liked fucking uh, the Star is Born stuff, mm-hmm. guy sings, girl sings. It's a real feel good thing. There's an acoustic guitar. Cool. That was uh, Star is Born really got to a lot of you suckers with that stuff. You are going to love this album. It's more I was telling you, it's more. Hey there, Delilah, Ariel, than it is Days Are Gone, Ariel, which is not something that I would think I would want. But it's just a very cute, fun album, and it's great. From the one song that I heard, it works. Yes. Um, and I like it. I love duets because sometimes when I'm listening to music... You don't I like, sing as much. Yeah. <laughs> you and, take a little and, break. And also, I like, like to put myself in, in the guy singer's voice and sometimes the, the, the woman singer's voice, yeah. and I like to just pretend it's me. But yeah. when it's a duet, I get to do the guy's part, and I feel like I'm, I'm, somebody loves me. Yeah. And it's, somebody's singing back to me, and it's very, uh, it's very nice. Yeah, fun times. Uh, so check out that album. It's called Father of the Bride. Really, uh, really cute album. They were on Fallon this week. They sang, uh, what is it called? Uh, something, Jer- Jerusalem, New York, Berlin. Really fun song. Uh, check it out. Good album. Vampire Weekend. Heim. The playlist, Nido. by the way. We'll, we'll, we'll put them, some songs on there. Oh, cool. Absolutely. Wonderful. Uh, the other thing I'm crazy about right now is uh, I had a sandwich the other day oh, yeah, that I did not know existed, and it changed my life. What is it? Did you know? Is it a hot dog? Oh. <laughs> what a cool joke. Yeah, yeah. Nailed it. Cool one, Steve. <laughs> I like you, Steve. But make a video. Make him, yeah. He's always making videos about that. Um, uh the sandwich I had, I didn't. Someone brought this up to me very casually. We were on our way to get sandwiches from a place near me that makes amazing sandwiches, and he was like, "Have you ever had the uh, the chicken parm with prosciutto?" Because I told him I was like, "My usual sandwich is prosciutto and caprese. That's a very good sandwich." And he's like, well, "You ever got, gotten the chicken parm in the prosciutto?" Didn't know that existed. Went, got it. Holy smokes! It's a chicken parm with like the the absolute delicious saltiness of prosciutto you ever had that before i have not apparently it's a sandwich that sometimes italian people will have interesting it is I, gluttonous I, I like that you that you came to me yeah as an italian the resident, resident italian, italian of this podcast yeah. uh no i have not i feel like prosciutto just gets thrown in with like you a lot of different it, things and then you have your salad afterwards yes yeah yeah exactly and you wind down with a salad prosciutto on my uh, wrapped in salad it's um, so good though I, but i i think prosciutto is like a very utility man meat for Italians, where they just like mix it into other things. Ah, uh, it's it's not usually like it's the star. No. Have you ever had Have you ever had prosciutto in caprese? No. It's just prosciutto, basil, olive oil, and mozzarella, and that is a great, great sandwich, especially okay. if you get it on good bread. Uh, what about you? You ever have You ever do a sandwich? I've had a sandwich. Yeah. Uh, well, once or twice. Current sandwich thoughts. Current sandwich thoughts. I mean, I I would love to 
to give that a shot because I like prosciutto and I like chicken parm. Yeah. And both of those sound delightful. I don't have any uh, any particular sandwich fiends or like tastes right now. Hmm. But I don't know. I'm, I could go for one. Okay. I'll. Well, <laughs> hey, this has been Sandwich Thoughts with Pete Blackburn, a new segment we're trying out. Where you just bounce off. Uh, we check in with Pete. Ask him. Needs about a little work. His sandwich thoughts. Uh, you want to do a quick fit check? What are you wearing? Oh, fit check. I got a, I got a gray T-shirt on because I was I was doing TV earlier and mm-hmm. I've become like a. I'm just gonna wear a solid T-shirt and throw a blazer over it. I do that all the time. Yeah, it's, it's great. It's So easy. Yeah, it's super super awesome. So I I'm wearing this gray T-shirt and uh, I had a blazer on earlier. Don't have it on now. Uh, I was actually wearing a. Uh, a zip up hoodie or not uh, zip up a uh, sweater like a little polo sweater and i wore that under uh, a blazer earlier too listeners if you're going to do the t-shirt in a blazer make it a crew neck looks so much better oh yeah you can't do uh you can't do a v-neck it looks like shit yeah it looks stupid yeah so you got to do a crew neck um but i i got this t-shirt on just a nice little gray and i got those athletic pants similar to what i was wearing last week yeah. and you got some socks on I'm doing some, uh, let's go top to bottom. I'm doing a pink brunch hat. I'm doing uh, actually the same t-shirt you were wearing last week. <laughs> yeah, that's which right. Which was the, uh, like the slate blue uh, uh, Old Navy V-neck. Yep. Doing some, oh, I got a lot of Old Navy on right now. Ooh. Shouts out being poor. Uh, I got some gray Old Navy uh, like athletic joggers on. And uh, just for a little color, I threw in some red Jordans. Hell yeah. Uh, somebody wanted me to do a fit check uh, based on what I wore on on uh, the CBS earlier, um, and it was a uh, I was wearing a checkered uh, shirt, but I did the full button up. Yeah, full button up. A lot of people had a problem with me doing the full button up. No, you can do it. Okay, P- it, it depends on the person, but you can do it. Uh, How'd I look? Did you see, you saw it? Yes, you looked. Yeah, you looked good. Uh, Great. Chris Forsberg, who works uh, for NBC Sports Boston, pretty much exclusively does blazer buttoned up all uh, button up done all the way and then and he looks a solid. little uh he'll do like a lapel flower or okay. he'll have one little bit of flair i think and that he you, won't do it i think you have to do like a little bit of accessorizing a little bit of flair like he's got glasses i've got glasses yeah. I, I consider the glasses like an accessory yeah um even though they're a necessity but also Ooh. an accessory uh but you got to have like a pocket square got to have a lapel got to have like a little little something hmm uh, have you ever had CBD infused coffee? That's one of my notes. I have not. That's popping but up. I'm CBD starting to is see in them. Everything now, man. They do see. Have you ever had CBD? Uh, yeah. Is is CBD in marijuana? Yes, it so is. So, like, the, if like you the non, uh, what's the other thing? Uh, THC. Yes, sure. It's the it's uh, marijuana without the THC. So CBD, they say. I, I first heard about CBD like two years ago. And it was explained to me very clearly. It's probably been explained to me a hundred times since. Still have no idea what it is. But it's it's you can it it takes the edge off or it like alleviates pain or something. Yeah. So like you know how like mar- they say marijuana has like the like the the qualities to sort of like calm you and things like yeah. that. But it's so it's that without getting high. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I it's- I'd rather get high too. It depends. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Uh, why? You, that's a big thing now. See, they say CBD infused coffee. In so seemingly, man. so that's going to stimulate you, obviously, because you're drinking caffeine, right? And then also, it's going to. That seems like a real. That seems like a 
it's it seems like, like a four an, loco situation. Right, yes, exactly. Like upper, like upper and, and a downer. downer. Exactly. It seems like uh I was gonna say Red Bull and vodka, but four loco is probably the better uh the, the better comparison. Uh, it's are you drinking it's, it? No. Oh, I'm bringing, I'm bringing you looked coffee at your coffee and you like eyed it, being like, "I'm not sure about this." So I, I don't know. Maybe it's like a Father John Misty thing where you just like drop a little CBD into your coffee, and I'm I'd be interested in trying it, but it's it seems like an odd combination. Also, I bet it's super expensive. Probably. Um, yeah. I'll tell you, man. Not to sound like Ma- Michael Rappaport, but coffee's expensive. You go Dunkin' Donuts. It's two. This was over three dollars. Black it's a, coffee. It's a large. Yeah, but why? Why is iced coffee? Well, I guess I understand why to make up for the ice. But how much does ice cost? That it's an iced coffee is like thirty five cents more than uh, regular coffee. I'll tell you the the places that sell coffee, they they're the biggest ripoffs for coffee. Yes, like the places that hinge on coffee. You can get. Just as good at like a gas station or a McDonald's, yeah, and more bang for your buck. Do you know what I do with coffee? We discuss this. Drink uh, it. You, how often have we discussed my throat issue? Quite often, but okay. not in a while. Okay, uh, it still happens sometimes because I haven't of... noticed you like hacking up a lung, right? So it still congrats. happens sometimes when I drink a lot the night before. But a big part of getting off the medicine I was taking that I stopped taking that then led to months of me being a disaster was it was contributing to this throat issue that I had, uh, as was uh, alcohol, as was coffee, as was the toothpaste I was using. I use cinnamon toothpaste now because mint uh, messes up my throat. Okay. So uh, I still drink coffee, but I make it less acidic. So here's what I do. This is going to sound crazy. I put... The grounds in the French press, and then, like a good Italian, I put it a salt. Really? Just like a little bit of I just sprinkle a little bit of salt in there, and it kills the acidity. Really? It, uh, it tastes a little different, but it doesn't taste salty. One time I mess it up, put too much salt. Man. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> let me tell you. It was gross. Um, and then I, I kept drinking it. It was the worst. Um, but yeah, I put a little bit of salt in my coffee these days. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I wanted to ask you, did you, we'll get, this is, I guess, a a Zac Efron heat check. Did you watch the new Zac Efron movie on Netflix? No. The Ted Bundy one? No, I talked to a couple people who did, got some mixed reviews. I decided I'm not going to watch it. Uh, Why? Because I'm I'm saving my serial killer movie for uh, Devil in the White City. Come on. I mean, I guess as the world's foremost Zac Efron podcast, yeah. I feel like we have a responsibility. I know. I do feel... You told me last night, you texted me, you said, uh, I'm going to watch that uh, Zac Efron, Ted Bundy movie, by the way. And I responded, have fun, exclamation <laughs> yeah. point. Not the response I was looking for or expecting. Yeah. Um, especially because I told you last week, I was like, hey, that movie comes out this weekend. We should watch it for next week's podcast. And you were like, hell yeah. Yeah. I don't know why I... Yeah. I just decided I was out on it. I went home last night. You know what I watched? I watched the overtime of Blues Stars. And I also, uh, I watched, the, I went down with the ship, the Portland Trailblazers, watching them get smoked in a completely non-competitive game. I watched the end of it. That's how much of a sports loser I've become. Mm, yeah, not for me. Have you watched any of that series, though, uh, Portland-Denver? I have not. That's been a very, very fun series. And game, I think it was two Ended in the saddest fashion in the world. It went to, I think, quadruple overtime. Yes. And Jokic was a monster that entire game. 
and they he got free throws with like two seconds left to uh, potentially tie the game, and the the play by play, just everything that you had in your head, they said, and it came to life. They were like, "Well, you gotta wonder. He's played a lot tonight. He's probably really tired." Maybe he'll miss these free throws, and he missed the first free throw when they Ooh. lost, and that sucks because he did everything that game. Yeah, that's tough. You never want to see you never want to see a four overtime game come down to a missed free throw. Yeah, uh, one of my coworkers and I decided we want to start doing a thing called um, what was it called? Uh, sh- ah, shoot, um, what what's the word for? Uh, oh, like superficial. Yeah, like superficial uh, draft analysis. It's where you either look at a picture of the player or are told their name and their position and oh, you yeah. decide whether or not you think they're going to be good. I'm uh, pretty sure that's how like a lot of teams draft. Yes. Yeah. It's just like, oh, that sounds like a guy who would be good at this sport. Right. Um, and Jokic, Nikola Jokic looks like somebody who you would think is bad because he just looks like a clumsy person. <laughs> yeah. His face just looks clumsy. So you're like, I bet that guy's not good at basketball. Yeah. Just because he looks clumsy, yeah, and he's really, really good. Yeah, I, uh, I don't, I don't hate that idea to be honest with you. Yeah, but I, I, I tried to watch the Zac Efron movie. By the way, I, uh, I watched half of it and I fell asleep. It, it, really? It, That's it, what I, I told it was. I was told it wasn't good. I watched it very late at night, so I'm and uh, and I, I had a little bit of devil's devil's lettuce. Ah. so uh, I'll have to give it another shot. But it, it really did not do anything for me while I was watching it. Ah, uh, I did. I'll, I watched uh, Baywatch again. Oh, really? Yeah, it was just on. Uh, I, had to, I had to mix it up. I was in a rut with what I was watching. I just keep watching. I think you could leave. It's the best. The guy from the focus group sketch is my favorite person in the world. I love him so much. Uh, but I just need to, to get away from Netflix because I was just watching the same stuff over and over again. So I went to the Amazon Prime video thing, and that had uh, Baywatch. A, I think Amazon Prime might have the best streaming service in terms of options. Like the, there's they have like legit there. movies. Yeah, like yeah. like the, like new newer movies that just just became available. Yeah, and they're there. Yeah, uh, two things I noticed in that one the when the Rock says bath time shithead. Yeah, in that fight he puts a uh, diaper genie over the guy's head and then pushes him into the pool. So there, he was actually saying like that was actually a relevant like a, line. Like, oh, I thought like he was, was just a pun. Saying, yeah, like right. A shithead, actual right. shithead. So I don't know if that makes it stupider or less stupid, stupid, more clever, whatever. But that's just a fun little factoid. <laughs> the other, oh god, Kelly Rohrbach. I mean, it's just it's just an absolute manslaughter of a, a party dress. Yes, yeah, just a tour de force. From uh, Kelly Rohrbach, which who, she's not around, she's not doing other stuff. They don't put her in movies. Yeah. They, I don't understand why. Me neither. She because she, she was like. She, I feel like a like a horny guy. She dude. acted like, as she acted as good as anybody else acting. <laughs> yeah, that movie, that's very you know? true. Like uh, she was not bad. Another takeaway I had, uh, you know, when they're snooping around on the boat at the bad guy's party, yes, and The Rock and uh, the other smart. Uh, Baywatch person, mm-hmm. uh, they they're about to get caught, and because the, the guy's walking around with the flashlight, and he turns the flashlight on them, and they're making out, and they're because they're trying to play it off like they were just they were just escaping so they could make out for a little bit. Yeah, uh, the Rock says, "Hey man, first date. What does that mean?" <laughs> what? He says, first date. Like, hey, you, hey, like, can you can you blame me? Had to go 
some random place and make out on a boat because it's a first date. I have I had I rewound that like three times. It's like what what does that possibly mean? Yeah, it's, does every first date involve like sneaking away to, to make out? With, to make I, out? I feel like that's less likely. On In a my first experience, date. no dates involve making <laughs> out. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I just I don't know. Is that is that a good place? Is he, like, is he bragging? Is he like, hey, yo, this is what I do on the first yeah, date? Yeah, it only takes me only takes me less than one date. Yeah, this is uh, <laughs> a cool brag, hey, man. First date. We haven't even been seated yet. <laughs> We're still. It just matter. Yeah. Weird, weird move, The Rock. A little problematic.